Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, welcome into Five on the Floor here on the Five Reasons Sports Channel on the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like and subscribe if you're on YouTube. You can also find us on Red Circle, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, and the Five Reasons Sports.com website. We do not have a paywall, unlike the newspapers. Also, check us out on Playback. We'll be back. Four game, what is it now? Game four on Monday night, 7.30 start game four. Join us on playback. As long as you are uh, subscribed to a local, to a TV provider or cable provider, you can get on playback for free and you can chat with us. Also check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. That includes Miami Gaming Parties, miamigamingparties.com. That makes it easy. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see what they do. They bring you the trophies they all ages, by the way, could participate in this, of course, and you get to choose the game and they will plan parties for you, including the ve- look, you, you give them the venue. They can do it at your house. You can do it in an office space, wherever public place, Miami gaming They'll even bring the PS fives, all the equipment, everything that you could possibly need. So check them out at Miami gaming They've got different levels that you can go through and all kinds of other cool stuff. So on a break from heat games, Panther games, all the other stuff that you're doing, plan a party. It's perfect for a graduation, um, any kind of celebration, MiamiGamingParties.com. And now, today's episode. Down to this game. Yay. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, ran bubble frogs. Just like Buck said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop in one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I got Greg Sylvander. You can follow me at Greg Sylvander. I got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. We'll also have an episode of Starting Five, what's the new name for it, coming up on the YouTube channel on Monday morning. We're going to talk today mostly about vibes. Uh, we, we're going to do a lot of stats talk here we do a lot of strategy talk we'll get into some of that but there's always been this debate in sports does the chemistry come before the winning or does the winning come before the chemistry and all i can say is this group is different now okay um i was in that locker room yesterday sunday after the game excuse me saturday today is sunday after the game three win and that was the loosest most relaxed most jovial locker room I've been in the entire year. Uh, And I've commented that this team since training camp has seemed tight. They've seemed either frustrated with roles or frustrated with each other or the process or expulsion, whatever it was. Okay. They just have not seemed like a happy group and that has changed. And again, a lot of it probably has to do with the winning coming first. And the fact that the heat are now what six and two in the playoffs, they're seven and two going back to the last play in game. But I also think that some of the buy-in had to come before the winning. I I don't think that this just sort of miraculously happened. 
And so I'm going to go through with you guys some reasons I think this could be happening. And let's kind of let's kind of uh, try to identify what it is. Um, the one the one obvious one, okay, is that they they just relish being an underdog. Um, and, and I mentioned this before the playoffs and asked Eric Spolcher that question that most of this group, you know, has an underdog mentality. Eric Spolcher came out of the film room. He's never won a coach of the year award. Uh, Jimmy Butler was basically abandoned as a child, ended up having to go to the Juco route, was the 30th overall pick, didn't start a game as a rookie. Okay. So he did not have your typical superstar route. They have several undrafted guys in their rotation. Caleb Martin has NBA skills, but he was not drafted. And essentially Charlotte chose his brother over him and just let him walk. And Miami picked him up as a two-way. Max Struess was in three different camps before he ended up here. Gabe Vincent was not projected to be a point guard in the NBA, let alone a starting point guard in the NBA, which is what he's been in the postseason now, basically two straight postseasons. Uh, as the heat of advanced and on and on and on even bam at a bio. Okay. Not a top 10 pick um, never the best player or the lead scorer on his team. Uh, Tyler hero who's not playing right now. We'll probably talk about him a little bit today and more going forward. Um, there were so many questions about him when he was drafted, you know, as we know, where his arms too short, uh, all the stereotypes that come, you know, with it. Uh, and obviously, you know, he, he's emerged as a guy who has become a 20 point scorer in the NBA. So I have always felt that this group is better chasing than being chased. Okay. So that's, that's one. And I think they've embraced that and they've embraced the kind of mentality that nobody believes in them as opposed to being a one seed last year, even though they did get to the conference finals when we're the shot of the finals, but that, that they, they, they enjoy this. All right. The second thing is that they were just waiting for the damn playoffs to come that, that they know at this point, after what they went through last year, that being the one seed didn't mean anything and so they took games off during the season this year. And we saw Jimmy didn't play the whole year. Kyle had his issues and on and on. Okay. The third thing here is that, and, and I, I do think this one matters because the guy who seems to be making everybody laugh in that locker room is Kevin Love. Uh, and I noticed this in New York, um, his connection with Kyle Lowry, with Jimmy Butler. But yesterday we put up the video of him giving Struess a hard time while Struess was in. Struess came came up with a thing, by the way, lead us, Kevin, take us there. Uh, and then yesterday, Max says it's become a monster. He came up with it in practice. He sort of regrets doing it. And then yesterday, as Max was trying to talk to us, Kevin Love, and again, I put this on Twitter and, and YouTube, is yelling out from the back of the room as he's leaving, you know, lead us, Max, take us there, you know, and, and all the rest of this. So He's brought a little bit of, of life to the locker room. Um, I, I, which which do you, Greg, where would you go first here? Because there has been buy-in. There's been buy-in to Eric Spolster in a way that I don't think there has been necessarily the whole year. Um, and, and it seems like the roles are simplified. They know what they're trying to do. And they basically played like the perfect Eric Spolster game yesterday. I mean, they gave up 86 points in a playoff game in the year 2023. It's so true. I think that this is an interesting thing. If we go back in time and we try to pinpoint when this flipped, when did this entire Miami heat season flip on its ear? Cause it damn sure was not the Atlanta game. Right? So then you think, okay, it wasn't the Chicago game early. Was it right around when they made that comeback? Probably that's like around, but that was really just a moment in time they played well enough to win. 
They shot well enough to win and moved on, right? Then they get in the Milwaukee series. And in game one, they shoot well enough and they get a victory. And so there's a part of this that it's, you're right, the chicken or the egg thing with the confidence. I think there's two things in play here that, that are the biggest aspects. One is for whatever the hell this season was, and forever the for whatever flaws you think this roster construction has, the guys in that locker room know for a fact that Jimmy Butler is as good as anybody they're going to see on the other side. And I think they truly believe that he that he's that type of guy. And I also think from Eric Spolster's perspective, the team also knows that Spo knows. And I think that there's a lot of times where coaches maybe will get credit and you'll see a locker room say, you know, well, we're the ones out there playing. I'm not saying that happens a ton, but I think this is a particular group that also recognizes the value that Spolstra brings to a series. And so that's where, for me, I think that the confidence came as the dominoes began to fall and the three-point shots started to go in. But the turning point was the way that they closed out to get into the playoffs. And I think everyone all of a sudden having the realization that Jimmy Butler took it to another level. And that changes everything when you're talking series. It's so much different than regular season basketball. They were having to eat innings for months to get here. And now they can hone in on one opponent, get strategic, play less guys. And you're seeing that it's a completely different group, but Jimmy is leading that. I'm glad you mentioned Spo though. And Alex, this is why, because I, I think it's both. I think it's both Jimmy and Spo. I think there is a belief that those two guys have done this before that because some of them were with Jimmy, maybe not in the same roles. Okay. Like uh, Gabe was on that team in the bubble, but you know, a lot of them were on the team last year. They've seen Jimmy do this. They've seen Jimmy go toe to toe with LeBron. I mean, once that happens, okay. In a finals, like you can do anything, right. But they, they also know that Spo has done this before at the highest level. and But I want to flip it, too, because something Greg just mentioned at the end I think is personally true. Somebody tweeted this at me yesterday, and, and sometimes you do get something interesting on Twitter. The way that Eric Spolster wants them to play during the regular season is extraordinarily taxing compared to other teams. The way that they try to defend, okay, not as much blitzing as they used to, but the switching and all the things that they do. And just the Heat's professionalism can become annoying for players during the season. Like it can. I mean, I've had numerous conversations about this. Like they wish it was more lax at times. Now there's no six-hour practices like there were with Pat, okay, or any of that where we'd be waiting outside LaSalle High School for three days for them to come out, you know, weary, you know, dragging on the floor. But there is a – there's a mental and emotional demand that this organization puts on you that others don't. Kevin Love has talked about it, that he, and uh, you know, that the professionalism is different here. I noticed it when I covered Kevin Love's season in Cleveland. Okay. When I went up there with LeBron after he left, that it was different. But also I think some of it is the way they play, right? Alex, like Spo is demanding. They do certain things during the regular season. Now it's one, when you got back to backs, you're playing four games in seven days. The games don't mean that much. It's hard to get motivated for that. But it's different when you can line up a series against someone and say, okay, we're going to play at most seven games over 14, 15 days. And he's going to make adjustments to make it easier for us as opposed to the organization all year is making it harder for us. Yeah. And I think there's definitely something to be said, you know, for um, 
what that tweeter said to you and what you're talking about there. I, I just think, and you know, we spent so much time this season talking about that. It, it, I definitely harped on it a lot. The stuff that they were doing throughout the season, I think they'll tell you it was building habits for this season. And I think throughout the season, you know, me hearing that, I probably would have got a little frustrated. I can't lie because I, I do understand what they're doing. I do think the process is solid. I, I, I was getting frustrated with them towards the second half of the season because it felt like they were breaking down those good habits that they were building up throughout the season, specifically defensively. And that, <clears throat> excuse me, that's the kind of stuff that had me worried about the playoffs, especially, you know, after losing Tyler, that it was like, you know, they were a defense first uh, team all year, you know, kind of have been forever. But spe uh, specifically this year with their offense being so bad, it felt like the defense had to be perfect and that everything had to go, you know, just about perfect to win games in the playoffs. They've made me eat my words so many times, and it really just feels emblematic of a regular season team versus a playoff team. And I, it's crazy because it, they're making me eat my words in the sense that everything flipped. Everything flipped. The, the way that they were able to kind of push past a really tumultuous season, and like I said, the, the second half, the, the, the shot started to – go in a little bit but the defense is falling off i was really skeptical that they were going to be able to just flip a switch but man i don't know like the, everything has gone right right and it's like you look at the buck series they shot really really well from three jimmy played awesome they played fantastic defense whether Giannis was on the floor or not amazing right they beat the a seed i mean excuse me they beat the one seed as the a seed incredible then you get to this Knicks series right we know that they're not going to that you know, they're sending all this help and, and the doubles at Jimmy. Jimmy is not averaging, you know, 40 points or anything like that versus the Knicks. The Heat shooting under 31% from three versus the Knicks. And I was really worried that they were not going to be able to sustain um, decent offense or be able to win enough once the, sh the, the shooting started falling off. They're not shooting well. And they're still winning, you know, these games with Jimmy pretty handily. Everything is flipped. And I was, I did not think this was going to happen. So it, it's crazy. I don't, I, this feels like, you know, proof when it comes to being a playoff team, being a 16-game team, whatever you want to label it. It, it. It's incredible. I think – I'm sorry, I'm rambling a little bit here. I, I think as far as the way that they were able to build the habits all season long and I think went away from them a little bit, I, I think a lot of it goes down to, you know, having to do a lot. I think, it, you know, the different defensive coverages, the zoning, the switching, all the help, you know, the showing and recovering after love came here, all of that stuff requires so much effort to keep up throughout a season, especially when none of your role players can shoot. Every game felt like it was in the mud. Every game felt like a clutch game. And it's, I don't know. I don't understand how they were able to flip the switch this much. That's where they made me eat my words. Well, Alex, that's the thing. I mean, the, the, the clutch games too. I mean, you talk about how emotionally taxing that is alone. Like the fact that they had to do that game after game just to sustain enough to even make the play in, because if they lose half of the clutch games instead of you know losing a third of them they don't even make the plan i guess the counter to this from some people and i, I want to project forward a little bit to game uh to game four after the break here but i guess the counter to this that some would say is okay well pat riley I, I remember one of the criticisms of pat when he would drive his team so hard during the regular season was they had nothing left for the playoffs mm -hmm. that was that was always the criticism in the late 90s that but again he was doing it with physically taxing stuff OK, it was, again, the four hour practices and and all of that stuff. I mean, they would practice after back to backs. OK, like they would they like stuff, stuff that the Heat have abandoned over time. Like it's not the same as it used to be. 
but then we'd always say, okay, they got the players. They had nothing left. Like they had nothing left. Like that, that little extra they needed in the deciding games against the Knicks, it wasn't there anymore. And then the other counter is Tibbs because Tibbs has been known for driving his teams really hard with minutes for the most part during the regular season. Now this year, he actually played his bench more than he usually does. You know, what's falling apart for Tibbs right now, the bench, the, the bench has been disastrous. I mean, quickly he's got the ankle injury now, but Grimes who was a starter for good portions of the season. He's not been good. a total non-factor. How is the Heat's bench outplaying? I, I don't know. Two teams because... already. Two teams who are supposed to be really deep. And we got – they had a bench player get promoted to the starting lineup because of Tyler being out. Like, that's another part of, like, things that are being flipped. It's just – But, but they get but, – but, The but offense of the season. They, they get four minutes from Zeller at the start before the little altercation there that were terrific. He took – I mean, he wasn't great in the previous game. He took a charge. He had an assist on a three. Um, I mean, he, he was doing really good things out there. And then he had the roll, the dunk on the roll. Okay. Um, but they're getting these little pockets of minutes from various guys. And Tibbs is getting nothing from guys that he entrusted the entire season. The other thing to get back to the Spolster Tibbs thing is suppose now 10 and three against Tibbs in the playoffs. <laughs> okay. Now, now some of it is circumstantial, but 2011, I mean, the bulls were the one seed. Yeah. <laughs> And lost 4-1 to the big three, if you remember the, you know, the furious rally from the Heat late in that game, uh, that game five that, that clinched it in Chicago. Now, the next year, Rose was hurt, and I believe Deng was out too, right? And so that series was a little wonky. And what's crazy now, this comes back around. You know my, who might have to play tomorrow? Derrick Rose. Yeah, let's hope for, so. For quickly, who, and Derrick Rose, uh, who they love in New York, because he's been apparently a great uh, guide to a lot of the younger players there. He shot 36% from the floor today. Um, <laughs> so Alex, Alex chatted here. He turned off the TV for a minute in the Bulls game. One story in that Bulls game. I told you guys I cursed once when I was right when the Heat won a game during their run. It was actually twice. Because once was the Ray Allen shot. But the other time was we're sitting baseline at the United Center. And I'd already written my column that Miami squandered this opportunity. It was going back. Oh, my, my gosh. Column was done. How dare you? The I Ethan Jinx, that's how you use your powers for good. Ethan, do more I, of that. I, I, I guess I did because I've, I've never seen anything like that. And and the thing was, they as, as LeBron and Dwayne were going back to the locker room that day, and this continued in the locker room, we'll do the break here next, uh, <laughs> they were screaming, they were screaming ham the whole way back to the locker room, which if you know the acronym, what the acronym to that is. And they were actually in the locker room chanting that as they watched the television of people celebrating in Miami. So it was this incredible, and it was a great lift off of Dwayne's back because he had not played well in that series at all. But anyway, that's, that's, that's one of, that was one of the two times that I, I cursed about, uh, about them, them actually winning a game. Cause I had to, I had to rewrite my whole damn thing. Anyway, we're going to talk, we're going to project a little bit more forward here uh, on this, but I do want to mention a couple more great spots of the five reasons for us. Our friends over at you break, we'll fix Mark and his team. They'll give you a discount. If you mentioned five reasons. It's you break They do everything there. They repair your wheels. We know the streets of South Florida, not so great, not as bad as New York, even with all the tax dollars up there, but still not so great. But not only the repairing, they can do the powder coating, the refinishing uh, and all of that stuff. They can get the colors any way that you like them. They're a complete wheel solution for you based in North Miami. So check them out at you. That's the letter U break wheel That's you break wheel. Of course, that's with an H in it. You break wheel or you break wheel fix on Instagram and Facebook as well. Also check out prize picks. Use the code five. That's F I V E. 
get your initial deposit matched up to $100. Again, use the code 5FIVE. Get the initial code matched up to $100. You can play anything at price base. Like literally today, I, probably the race will be over by the time you guys listen to this. The F1 race is on there. MMA was on there last night. I am not going to thank Brian Fonseca for his Canelo pick last night. Where boy, He was way off on the punches that Canelo would throw. But anyway, they got boxing. They got the NFL futures on there. And they've got MLB, NHL, Stanley Cup playoffs, the Panthers. You want to play them. The, the Heat players, if they play prize picks, might play them because Gabe Vincent was wearing a number two Panthers jersey yesterday. And Jimmy was trying to find out. If Vincent had a box, he may actually be at the game tonight that I'm heading over to. Go to PrizeFix, use the code 5, F-I-V-E, get that initial deposit matched up to $100. But remember, you got to deposit to get money, okay? They're not just going to give it to you, but they will give it to you. Whatever your deposit is up to $100, they give it to you so that you can use it. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. By the way, we got to, okay, we got to handle this. We're not even going to talk about the next game. I'm getting mocked for my pop culture knowledge here because I got to Shazam some country music crap that Jimmy plays when I walk in the locker room. I know all the hip hop. Okay. I'm telling, I know all of that. The country, I don't know. Nobody should know it. Um, you didn't know what Pam meant? I didn't know. Don't say it because I don't, don't want to. Yeah. We're not going to say it on the show, but just for everyone so that we're clear in the private chat here, Alex was trying to figure out what ham stood for, what that uh, acronym stood for, as we say ham. Like anyway. I knew the Watch the Throne song, but I didn't know that it was an acronym. I never realized that it was that it was an acronym that stood for something. And it's funny because in the song, he says it right after too, you know, my dumbass never put that together. Anyway, are, are, are we going to have to are we going to have to get into uh, why he referenced Dwayne Wade and LeBron James in the one verse and Jay-Z and, and New Empire State of Mind. We know what, okay. Anyway, we'll talk about that off air because that'll also make this an R-rated episode. <laughs> <laughs> How am I DM me and I can explain stuff? it for all of our listeners DM, or viewers. DM me and I'll explain what that yeah, was. no problem. Too. And DM me too. Boy, this podcast has taken a strange turn. All right, let's get to this. We've got like we've got like three minutes here. We're gonna close this out. We appreciate our sponsors. Uh, Price, I guess we haven't totally settled it. Like why they turn flip the switch? I think there are a bunch of factors. I guess it's they- because NBA. Doctor Jack used to say it. You never know what's gonna happen in NBA basketball. And Jimmy Butler, he's on another planet. And I think we should just acknowledge that part of it is when you see a guy at that level. You try to rise to that level because you have the confidence that he can take you there. So why the hell not go along for the ride? Um, and I'll add one more thing to that. So when I saw UD in New York, I hope he gets better. He missed the game with a, a, a stomach stomach flu yesterday. Uh, when I saw him in New York, and I just asked him after the game, I said, I said what? I said what happened here? And he said, I told you what was going to happen because about about three or four weeks, about a month prior. He says, I think we've got a run in us. He kept telling me that. As frustrated as he was, he says, I don't know who I was telling it was you or D. Wade. I said, well, as long as you're telling me the same thing you're telling Dwayne, that's good. He says, I I think he probably told both of us because UD tends to repeat the same. If he has a mantra, he repeats it to a lot of different people. And he said, I think we've got a run in us. He said, I, I, think, we, I think we have one. Because I was when I remember talking to him about a month before the NRC, I said, you guys even have, haven't even had a five-game winning streak this whole year. He says, I think we got one in us. 
once we get a buy-in at some point and uh and and you know and that buy-in apparently happened but i think a lot i think it does start with jimmy i think it's they've embraced jimmy's no bleeps given let's keep this pg-13 well, rated no and one one no other thing given attitude I have to sneak this in and I'm so sorry. I didn't say it sooner. Another part of this now as the playoffs unfold is that guys who may be unrestricted free agents, <coughs> Gabe Vincent, <coughs> Max Struess are realizing that they can make an imprint on what their value may be in free agency. So you have everybody now with a lot of uh, vested interest in playing well, but directed and- the right way though. Correct. Because, and that's because yes. I, I think what happened early in the season is that it wasn't necessarily directed the right way. There was, exactly. we talked about that in training camp, there was that sort of ambition that was colliding. You know, I, and we've talked about some of the frustrations with, you know, Tyler getting the starting spot, even though getting anointed, even though, again, we all believed that he had earned it. But there was some of that. We talked about that behind the scenes a little bit. You know, guys, I mean, even Yurt talking about being a starting player. I mean, there was just a lot of stuff early in the year. It feels like it's more directed. But it's funny you mentioned that, and I guess we're going to have to go to look ahead to game four. I'm starting five tomorrow, so I'll, I'll, I'll prep that. But, but that's the other thing UD said. You just reminded me. He said to me in New York, he said, he said it's, it's, it's hard to make shots when your mind's not clear. Because I, sa- I said, is this just about shooting? He says, it's hard to make shots when your mind's not clear. And that's what this feels like to a certain degree, that – it's just like they just all directed it towards the same place now. Like there's belief in Jimmy. There's some more belief in Spo than maybe there was during the season because he's at his time of year. And we're just going to, you know, we're just going to roll with it now. And everybody is realizing that if they perform their role at a high level, this has been said before, it will get noticed. So if they want the money, this is the time, right? This is the time to show out. And it doesn't necessarily mean you have to take every shot, but you need to be, you, but teams are watching you more carefully now. Do Impact you winning. winning when it matters? It's different than the regular season when it is more about numbers and stats and all that stuff. Gabe didn't shoot well in this last game, but he had an impact on the game. And okay? nobody and, got well. Anyway, Alex, close us out for real. I mean, it's just crazy. I, my bad to interrupt you there. It's just crazy because nobody shot well yesterday. Like, I was just looking at their shooting numbers and their shot profile. They did not shoot well from the rim. I'm talking about the heat here. They did not shoot well from the rim, did not shoot well from the mid-range, did not shoot well from three. They also finished even in the turnover battle with the Knicks finishing with seven more points off turnovers. The Heat won the rebound battle by two. But it's crazy to me that they were able to dominate, dominate in the playoff game from start to finish after all these clutch games despite not shooting well whatsoever and not necessarily dominating in the margins whatsoever. And I think that goes back to my first point about like the way that they were able to put all this together, where it felt like you had to follow that blueprint all season just to get regular season wins. And now we're talking about the playoffs with the competition stiffening up and things are supposed to be so hard. And it's completely gone the opposite direction. Everything has come together at the right time. And I could not be more wrong. <laughs> I could not be more wrong. As I said, all season, they're not going to be able to flip a switch. Although I'm going to close it a different way. We were talking about Jay-Z the whole episode and Alex drops a blueprint here as we're going out. See, I told you, I know more about, I know more about hip hop. Well Alex. done. I'm proud Look of you. that. Thanks to our sponsors, MiamiGamingParties.com, PrizePix, use that code five and you break wheelfix.com. They'll be back on starting five in the morning. 
Go Panthers. I'll be there tonight. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.